Maybe I'm just nostalgic Or maybe it's truly magical I'm Andrew. And I'm Brooke. And this is the Disneydo Podcast. On tonight's episode, we will be discussing Disney movies that you didn't know were Disney movies because they were under the Touchstone label. But Disney created that shit, everyone. So they're Disney movies. <laughs> so if you see a movie and a it's Touchstone, Touchstone, that's a Disney movie. Bitch. Here's some of our favorites. We're going to share them with you. <laughs> Here we are. Right now. I didn't pick any because I thought we were going to do actual underrated Disney films. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, these to me are both. <laughs> those those are some good selections that I can definitely also talk to. Um, one that's not on there that clearly stuck out to me because it's a movie that I love. It's a movie that a lot of women love. It's iconic. It's Julia Roberts. It's Richard Gere. It's Pretty Woman, baby. Why do you love that movie? Because it's just... I mean, it's a hooker that gets with this super rich sugar daddy and gets to live the life. That is every woman's dream. Nice teeth. He does have very nice teeth. Who is that? There's a, there's an, some type of athlete on the screen. He, I believe he's an athlete. Yeah, he's definitely... Is he a hockey player? He's got great teeth. I don't know. Hockey players don't usually have that pretty Very teeth. nice teeth. He's, oh, baseball, uh, baseball. Okay, uh, moving on. What the fuck's that umbrella, pussy? <laughs> Because okay. they were putting, they were throwing Gatorade on him. He's a little bitch boy. Strange. Anyway, pretty woman walking, walking down, down the street. street. Pretty woman, the kind I like to meet. meet. Oh, that's actually more accurate. Um, <gasps> but yeah, that's literally living the American woman's dream. You start out from the bottom, and then you're here, baby. Yeah. Get yourself a sugar daddy. He's taking you down Rodeo Drive. You're getting all the good shit. And all you have to do is hang out with him. Maybe do some sexual favors. But it's worth it because you look fly as hell and you're going to the polo match. That's right. And then he's showing up at your door in a fucking limousine, hanging out of the the moon roof with the roses, talking about how he can't live without you. Like, okay. And yes. It works. it works. Power to the women. You know what I'm saying? That's some Cersei level shit. Who can leave a Julie Roberts smile, though? Well, she kind of has a horse mouth, so it's not that attractive. That's true. Kind of reminds me of Donkey from Shrek, another underrated Disney movie. <laughs> Probably the most underrated. The most underrated Disney movie that's of all time. That's why we didn't do that episode, because that's all that one would have been about. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, Pretty Woman. Spawning it's a Disney movie. Spawning off of Pretty Woman is probably my favorite underappreciated touchstone one, which is... Um, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion where they sit around watching Pretty Woman all the time. Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. I've watched that so many times. And I have like a love-hate relationship with it because it's just so kind of slow and bizarre. And I don't like the one actress. I like Phoebe Buffay, yeah. Lisa Kudrow. But the other actress, her voice really drives me up the fucking wall for some <laughs> reason. Like ever since I was little. But I... Also, like, I would always watch the movie if it was on. So it's like, I don't know. Maybe I'm a glutton for punishment. You know the pretty woman scene I'm talking about, though, where they're, like, making fun of it. And then she's just like, oh, it's so sad. She finally gets to shop. And she's like, I do get really excited, though, when they let her shop. And she's like, yeah, me too. Yeah. 
I love when she shops in that movie. I, when that woman's like shitty with her, yeah. but then she comes back and she's, she's like, like, big mistake. Bitch. Huge. 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 She pulls a Trump before it was even Trump. She really did, actually. Huge. 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 Yo, Trump's straight up ripping off Julia Roberts. Yeah, I don't know if I should be mad at Trump for ripping Julia Roberts or mad at Julia Roberts for creating Trump. I don't think she created him. I think Trump wishes he were a pretty woman and he's ripping off Julia Roberts. Oh my God, it makes sense. He wanted the wealth. He did. But he wasn't a pretty woman. He wasn't. And no man was going to take him shopping because no. gross. Awful. So he had to do it himself. Well, daddy gave him money, but then yes. Well, yeah, he had to kill mommy and daddy first, but. Crazy. I know. Another conspiracy to start. Oh, shit. Were the Sandersons behind this? Why Trump's wants to be Julie Roberts? Julie Roberts does have reddish curly hair and pretty woman, kind of like Winifred Sanderson. So how do I connect this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's called Pretty Woman. The Sanderson's whole purpose in life is to suck the souls out of children so that they are young and pretty. Can be pretty. <gasps> Get out. It, it's all here. She's part of the group. She is. She's one of the fucking Sanderson sister. Do we ever learn her last name? Her name's Vivian. Vivian what? That sounds very Victorian. Vivian. Like old. It, that is a Victorian. That is a 1793 name. Vivian Sanderson. Name. It sounds legit. It, vi- that's it. Vivian Sanderson. What's her mother's name? Winifred? Was that passed down through the generations? Hmm. Interesting. You know, putting her spell on a man. And it makes sense that she was a horseshoe and it came from money for parents who are witches. Mm-hmm. She didn't come from money. She didn't come from anything. She's a witch. She put a spell on a man and he t- gave her all his money. Yes. Look at her now. Youthful. Beautiful. Getting Rich. everything that she wants. Richard Gere. Come on. Without doing any of the dirty work. Bullshit. She's a fucking witch. That's a witch. She is. You're welcome, everyone. Adding another layer. Book. One step closer to inheriting Disney World. I think I think that's, that's real. And is it a coincidence that her friend kind of looks like she could be a descendant of Mary? The wacky dark hair. Another good point. And kind of like the weird way of speaking. A little yeah. like lispy, goofy. Hmm? Interesting. Mm. And that's why she said big mistake, huge. She's putting a spell on that bitch. Yep, huge. She did. You're right. Sorry to wag a finger at you, but you're right. (laughs) When you write, you write. Damn. All right. That's some chronic shit. Okay. Okay. Let's keep it moving. Another Disney movie you didn't know was a Disney movie because it was a touchstone film. There's actually a lot. There's a ton. There's so many. It's unreal. But here's just, you know, some of them. All right, I have a whole list here. I have nine of them. Uh, okay, so here's one from when I was little that I fucking loved this movie, which was Kazam with Shaq. Shaquille I was O'Neal. Say, is this the one with Shaquille yeah. O'Neal? Yes. Love that movie. Dude, I love that movie too. That little kid, wasn't he the same kid that was in like Free Willy 2 or 3? Uh, probably. They reduced, reused, and recycled a lot of kids in the yeah. 90s. Loved that movie. It was so much fun. I also... His pants were dope. He had like the hammer pants. There's like this weird like national phenomenon where everyone believes that that um, like... What is he? Like a genie? Yeah. They... Like everyone has this weird misremember... Like misremembering of Shaquille O'Neal actually being like Sinbad. Sinbad played the genie. 
Don't you remember a movie when we were younger where Sinbad was a genie somewhere? Yeah. What movie was that? It doesn't exist. There's this what? mass hysteria. Wait. Everyone remembers this movie <clears throat> where Sinbad was this genie. He wasn't. But it never existed. He wasn't. It was Shaq as Kazam. It was Shaq and Kazam. Who was a genie. Yes. Isn't that wild? Hey, even Sinbad said he he doesn't remember making that movie. He once dressed up as a genie for like a five minute skit on a show that no one had ever seen, but that was like, even it. he says stuff. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, I didn't, I wasn't in this That's movie, crazy. but everyone comes up to me and is like, like, I love that genie movie you did. I mean, I if can, the name like Sinbad, you're going to assume he's yeah. a genie. Sinbad. But like, I remember the outfit and everything and like Sinbad's in it. I see him very vividly, but, that's actually just a made-up thing in my head, apparently. I don't know. It's fucked up. I think the government flashed us. Probably. Those men in black shits. They did. They were like, forget that. Yeah, so Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal and that kid from Free Willy 3, I believe. Free Willy 2 or 3. Maybe One it wasn't even him. I don't know, but that's just kind of what I'm picturing right now. Um, His name was like Elvis or something mm-hmm. in, in Free Willy. Mm-hmm. But I really liked that movie. I would watch it all the time when I was younger. That's kind of when like Space Jam came out. Yes. And it was like such a cool crossover to have NBA players in movies. All right, all right. Yeah. Good times. Liked that movie. It makes sense. Like I'm not... I would would expect that movie to be a Disney movie. I'm not totally surprised that it's not. Space Jam? No. Kazam. Yes. I would expect Space Jam to be a Disney movie, but it's not. It ain't. We talked about that before. Because there's no Disney characters in it. It's all the Warner Brothers. <laughs> Is it Warner Brothers? Yes. Okay. Looney Tunes. Yeah. Shit. Like I'm just like, wait. Well, there's a lot. It's a myself. lot to remember. Yeah, and we much. are Disney experts, not I mean, look at the Looney burden we, we place on ourselves to remember all of this and podcast about it. Exactly. Jeez. Exactly. Come on, people. Um, So another 90s touchstone movie that i in love that we talked about a little bit we did i think i know what you're gonna say does it have two leading men it does two leading men big actors in the 90s big name big names 90s actors one was in your film greece playing Mm. danny zuko another one later stole the declaration of independence we're talking about nick cage and john travolta bitches in face Face off. Where they literally trade faces. Bingo. And then fight each other. Bingo. Which How really crazy. they're fighting themselves. Why do they trade faces again? Like what happened? So I literally had to watch this for like a Patreon episode of Horror Movie Night yesterday. Um, oh, interesting. Side, side note. Crossover. Side note. Movie is two hours and 40 minutes long. It's well, a big one. It Listen, is no business being two hours and 40 minutes. Homegirl was into it when she was so, younger. So Nick Cage was trying to kill John Travolta, accidentally killed John Travolta's well, son. son. I remember that. John Travolta spends the rest of his career as a cop researching everything he can about Nick Cage so he can catch him. And they catch Nick Cage, but he has a bomb somewhere hidden in L.A., and they need to find out where that bomb is. So they're like, you're the only person who knows so much about him that you can pass as him if we send you into jail to get some information from the prisoners. So they do the face switch. He goes to prison. For some reason, there's no security watching Nick Cage's faceless body because like, hey, he's in a coma. No one ever comes out of that. So he just wakes up from the coma. No one's there to stop him. So he just calls up everybody from his like squadrons like, hey, 
I'm alive. I need you to kill everybody that knows that John Travolta, like that knows that John Travolta is wearing my face. You need to put John Travolta's face on me, and then that's pretty much how it goes from there. That's a really fucked up ending where like John Travolta kills Nick Cage and Nick Cage's wife, and then somehow just inherits Nick Cage's son to replace his dead son that Nick Cage killed earlier yeah, in the movie. Yeah, I remember that. You know, I, what impresses me most about this movie is the seamless plastic surgery <laughs> and the the transition of the faces. Like, I mean, god damn, why can't they do that in real life? Because some of these bitches with the fillers and the facelifts mm-hmm. are horrifying. And yet, John Travolta gets Nick Cage's face and it's seamless. Seamless. His whole body even changes to fit his build. It's literally as if... It was actually them just saying they were the other person. Yeah. Acting it out even. And it's just crazy that the tissue in his face could live long enough after being removed to then be perfectly transplanted onto Nicolas Cage and then not only allow him to wear it around, then also be removed again and placed back onto John Travolta. Maybe... Who are these doctors? You know, the they're sisters. fucking, they're witches. They're not doctors. That's fucking. They're Sanderson S- sisters. I was going to say, it's maybe it's witches. truly magic. And it is because it's the fucking it that's, Sandersons. That's fucking black devil magic right there. Black magic. That's the Sanderson sisters. That is. Are all of these. Because look. Is all touched. Thackeray Binks transitioned perfectly into a cat. He, you would never know he was a human it's before. It's a spell. It's all spells, it's all baby. It's all spells. There's some witchcraft at play and face off. Let's continue. What's next on the list? Well, I also have um, one of my favorites, the late, great Robin Williams. R.I.P. Never forget, obviously. obviously. Bicentennial Man. Not one of his most beloved I kind of like this movie because it was weird and I liked it. It depresses me. Very sad. Made me so sad. I'd rather watch Flubber because it's goofy. I remember, I think what I really loved about Bicentennial Man was his house at the beach. I thought that was really dope. I don't remember that, but like, okay. Refresh my memory on this on the plot because like, doesn't he end up dying at some point or like someone die or like he falls in love with someone but he can't ever like be with them because he's a fucking robot? Like, I just remember being so sad watching that movie. Um, they like buy him. Like he's like a robot. Obviously. And they buy him. Mm-hmm. And it was based on a true story. Well, it was based <laughs> on a book. No. Called A True Story. The just like Jurassic Man. Park and the Handmaid's Tale. Basically. Are you looking up the summary right now? Can someone just come on? You don't even remember. Because all you keep saying is that they bought it. Yeah, I'm I'm so I haven't clicked into there yet, but this was definitely during what I would call like the depressing Robin Williams stage because he did good, he, uh he was he always did that Walmart photo honest. movie, right? Well, 24 hour photo. Yeah. This was awful. This Weird. was then the other one where he was like the dinosaur costume. That was Oh, Death really of Smoochie? Up. I love Death of Smoochie, but real fucked up. And like what Dr. Patches or something Pat- like that. Well, that's what I was going to say. Jack, Jack. Jack is so sad. It's weird. Oh, my God. It's weird and heartbreaking. He did Goodwill Hunting, What Dreams May Come, Patch Adams, what Jacob the Liar, and Bicentennial Man all in a row. <sighs> what Dreams May Come fucked me up. Fucked me up. It's wild. Cubic Gooding Jr. is in that. Like, wild movie. They 
go to hell. They go to purgatory. Oh, it's brutal. Um, we should have a whole episode dedicated to Robin Williams and some of his Disney stuff, but like every other weird thing that he did. He did a lot of weird shit. Was Mrs. Doubtfire touchstone? Mrs. Doubtfire was 20th Century Fox, so it's now owned Fox. by Disney. It's not. It's a Disney film now, well, bitches. Fuck. <laughs> Love Mrs. Doubtfire. Doubtfire, do Bicentennial Man basically was like kind of what we're dealing with now. We have robots. Mm-hmm. We're afraid of them becoming like human-like. Yeah. And it was like him. He was a robot that was bought to be like a maid and stuff for the house. And becomes like human. sentient. Yeah. yeah. Basically. And Robin Williams' sadness of that. Yeah. That, I don't like that. I'm sorry. I can. You know what? I'll cheer you up. Yeah. Here's a really great movie that's on the list. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, I think you laughed at me when I said about this one. I can't wait. Let's talk about it. Gone in 60 seconds. You are such a loser, and I love it. Gone one in One of my all-time favorites. Favorite movies. You fucking love Nick Cage. Eleanor. So I, I low-key love it. Nick Cage. You, he loves Not all Nick Cage, though. You love... I love Gone National Treasure. National Treasure is seriously one of my most treasured movies. I will, and that's Disney, right? That's yeah. a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. We talked about this before. It was on my list before. I know it was. I love that fucking movie. Love it. I love natural history. I love adventure. I love <laughs> treasure hunting. We, Andy and I, we took my parents to like um, Independence Hall in Philly, <laughs> and it's like there's a building where like. Declaration of Independence was signed. He's like, yeah, they like filmed the whole scene with like national treasure here. And I was just like, Jesus, God. <laughs> like, that's what you're going to tell my parents about this right now. It's probably one of their greatest It's Disney's sad attempt at Indiana Jones. Better than Indiana and they Jones. Used... They own Indiana Jones. They do. But they didn't at first, right? No. They own it now. Well, that cuts part of MGM. Yeah, because it was like a Lucas, like, uh, Lucas, what's his name? Spielberg thing, right? And now they own it, but they didn't before when it was created. This is true. It, but it's Disney now, though. It's in it's in the parks, bitches. <laughs> it's in the parks. It's in the parks. But Gone in 60 Seconds, love it. I, I'm a car person. I've always been a car guy. It's like a mix between, like, National Treasure, Need, um, not Need for Speed, a little bit of, like, uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah! With a little bit of grit to it. I, I like that. I love that movie a lot. Um, it's like... And the cars in it. The great. way you explained it earlier is perfect. It's like a Nickelback yes. kind of movie. Yeah, it Where is. like you're never going to say you like Nickelback, but like when Photograph comes on, like you're you gonna jam, jam a little out. bit. Yep. That's exactly... Yeah, like I never sit at home and like, ooh, I want to watch Gone in 60 Seconds. Look at this But graph. if it's on, you best believe I'm like, oh my fucking God, Gone in 60 Seconds is on. I have to watch this. You know? Yeah, I mean, I can... There's some movies like that i guess anyway keep going maybe i'll get you with this one mm. bruce almighty i fucking love bruce Almighty. there we go listen that's a fucking great movie i don't care Phenomenal what anyone movie. says jim carrey kills it steve carell kills it when when jim carrey is like mouthing what steve carell is doing <laughs> on the thing that is one of the funniest I lost it. They do it, it so well. Killed me. <laughs> and it just doesn't get old to me. It doesn't. Bruce Almighty is a fantastic movie. I mean, we got Rachel Green, aka Jennifer Aniston up in this bitch. Like She rocks it yeah. as always. You know, we've just got 
a very entertaining film. But it has substance. It does have substance. Like, there's a moral. Yeah. It's funny. You got a good cast. Sadness. Yes. Yeah. You go through a gambit of emotions. Good script. Yes. It's great. They kind of fucked up with Evan Almighty and, like, all that shit. That ruined it. Bruce Almighty was good, though. Bruce Almighty is very, very good. And I still, ever since that movie, I always Morgan wanted the ability Freeman's to move in fucking it. traffic. He is. He's God. He is. I mean, obviously. And now, anytime I think of God, I just think of Morgan Freeman's voice, if God were real. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wrong for thinking synagogues are weird. Synagogues? Synagogues or gogs? Synagogues? Synagogues. Not Imagine gods. if I thought they were called synagogues my whole life. Like they were some kind of like, like demigod. Cinnamon gods. Ooh. Like up in the sky. <laughs> Ooh, now I kind of want a synagogue. I got a synagogue twist. Listen, I will pray to a Cinnabon god. Like immediately. And a Cinnabon god is anyone who's handing me a Cinnabon. Yeah. That makes sense. I will pray to you. Like thank you for bestowing this gift upon me. Can you imagine if way back when, like, that's how these, like, gods became gods? Cinnamon butts? Like, literally, like, one of them was like, here's some cinnamon butts. Like, like, you are a god. You are a deity. Yes. And they're just like, oh, shit. I have oranges. Oranges. (gasps) No. An orange. I have figured out that that's a star. That's what I'm calling it. It's a star. And they're just like, oh, my God. genius yes or like someone like kills someone else you know what i mean like yeah in combat and they're like the god of war yes <laughs> fucking idiots oh my god i love it you are the fastest man on the planet you're a god now it would explain a lot that would yeah you know mary was just someone who got pregnant and didn't want to tell her husband that it wasn't his and now everyone's like yo she is saint she is the mother of our lord Jesus. Good for her. She's the original Sanderson sister. <laughs> Turns out I'm a hundred percent that bitch. God's bitch? God. God's chick. God's chick. What? I don't know. I don't I don't know, Mary. It's kinda like cheating. God got you pregnant and you were married to someone else. That's a little dirty. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like But you know, and then God wants to shame people for getting divorces and having babies out of wedlock. And it's like, what did you do, God? Look what you did, okay? Jesus is a bastard, it seems. You know, I try not to bash religion, but it is one of those things where I'm just like, hmm, explain I, that one. I just called Jesus a bastard. Like my ass is going straight to hell. I mean, I was I, I mean, technically I'm, he is. Technically I'm a bastard, so I was already but going no, to hell. But no, isn't technically he also God? But in the version of a human? Dude, I don't I don't get the Bible. But we you know them Christians, they think he's some white man. No, he's brown. He brown. He is brown. He's very brown. Very brown. And this is the problem with Christian America. They think he looks like just some <laughs> white trash dude that went to Woodstock in the seventies. So they're hippie. like, that's what Jesus looks like. And it's like mm, wrong. No. Jesus looked like that person that you don't want looking or standing next to you in the shopping line. That's what Jesus He was born where? In Bethlehem? Okay. He's brown. That's the Middle East. Yeah. He probably, you know. Not a lot of pasty folk there. Right. It's like, he ain't white. Yeah. He's not some fucking Scottish dude with long hair. No. No. Idiots. Anyway. Moving off that topic. Back to weird Disney films. 
instead of weird How do we get things on that? Oh, that we're people believe. Bruce Almighty. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, so I have two more on the list that I will share. And I'm going to share them both at once and let you decide which one you want to talk about. Okay. One of them is the very scary movie by M. Night Shyamalan. Signs filmed Science. in Pennsylvania. Like all of his far. other films. Yes, they're all here. Actually, speaking of signs, Andy knows and went to school with the boy who lived in the house that they used the blueprints <gasps> for in the house of the movie. No way. Were you he in does. the house? I've met him. He poured a beer on me. It was great. At National Mechanics in Philadelphia, we all went out one night. Anyway, the other movie? The Proposal. Okay. We're going to talk about signs. <gasps> Shocking. So, I love both. I don't... Everyone knows this. I don't like space. I don't really do aliens. But Signs is a fantastic movie. It fucks with you. Dude, it's like the anticipation, the the tension in the movie. Like you're just constantly on edge. Like what's going on here? Like you see The whole time. It's weird creepy fingers and that's like all you see for the longest time. And then when they finally like Joaquin Phoenix is sitting in that little crawl space under the stairs or some shit wearing his tinfoil hat. I don't understand what's going on. But they show on the TV that alien like the suddenly news. walk across and they pause it. Scares the shit out of me. I lose that my shit. That is one of the shit. scariest moments in film, I think. I don't even know why. It's and not it's even literally, that scary. You're watching it on a TV and they're watching it on a TV. Yeah. And it's still that scary. Yes. I don't know how they did it. And it looks like your stereotypical alien. There's nothing like super weird about it. But it's terrifying. But it lips you out. Every time. Oh my God. Like, I and feel like my heart's like beating faster just thinking about it. Oh, it's weird, like little clicks and shit. And like the whole weird, like psychic tendencies of Mel Gibson's dead wife when she's like, tell Meryl to swing away. And then he beats the shit out of the alien with the baseball bat. Spoiler alert. It's just like, well, there's too much weird shit happening. Yeah. That movie. <sighs> I love that movie because of how f- it's one of those. It's kind of like Ring for me, like um, the Ring for me, yeah. where it's like just one of those suspenseful. And, yeah, the keeps suspense, you on the edge of your seat, and you're just waiting. It's kind of like you, you know, something bad's gonna happen, and they just make you wait and wait and wait. Yep. But you know, the worst part of that movie, the part that pisses me off the most, hmm. you probably guess. They just fucking leave the dog outside to die, <gasps> like it doesn't mean a goddamn oh, thing, yeah. and you hear it die. Yes, they get it. Fuck they those like people. Kill it, need it. Yeah, they whatever kill they it. do with it. Disgusting. That is kind of fucked up. Super fucked up. I don't like anybody that just lets the dog die. It's rude. The dog could have helped there to protect you guys. Yes. The dog was fucking alerting you, like, there's a goddamn alien out here. Do something. Pour your water on it. And they just let it go. And they're just like, nah, you did. And what's even greater about, like, one, Signs a fantastic movie. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also. It got incorporated into Scary Movie 3, which was my favorite Scary Movie rendition, and has some of the funniest fucking scenes based on signs. Is in signs, aren't they on the roof at one point? And you hear them like yeah. running around the roof? Yeah, oh, God, they're everywhere. Me the fuck out. Such a good movie. I love that movie. I need to watch that again soon. Oh, man. That's that was creepy. another part, my favorite thing from Scary Movie 3, when the, the cop woman comes and her hat keeps growing in size. Like the stupidest <laughs> shit, but it yeah. just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you all right there? <laughs> it's like this big. Now that would be a cool ass ride. I did like a, a signs experience. Yo. 
fuck that. You I know what I mean? Never, I would never. Like you're in the house and the aliens I would are like. Never. I would never go on that ride. Do you hear me? I would never do it. This makes me think though. Why doesn't Disney invest more in like scary thrill stuff? Because people complain. Just yeah. Like people complain about people going to Disney that don't have kids. Yeah, it's it too scary. It's not child friendly, and people are gonna flip out. Yeah, remember back when we had Brad Pitt on, and he was he's talking, talking about, about the alien. Yeah, the alien ride that people complained to. It was too he scary. Was still around. <laughs> Brad, yeah, that's Brad Pitt. We talked to Brad Pitt. That's pretty cool, right? I forgot about that. Yeah, we talked to him. So early in our disguising career. himself as Kevin Perjurer. <laughs> what a that's not even a purgatory. Real name. Not even a real name. It's Brad Pitt. All right. And the other one was the proposal. Is that with Sandra Bullock and yes, Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. God, you and are go so a, lame sometimes, Andrew. Like I love that movie. I think oh, it's so cute. Oh, come on. That's with Betty White, like singing yeah, Lil John. I fucking John. love Betty L- White, yes. Betty Light? Betty Light. Don't you fuck with Betty me. Betty Light. I love Betty White. I and then Betty that's Light. when like, that eagle like picks up the fucking dog and <laughs> <Yeah>. carries it. <laughs> I think it's a great movie. I don't really like it. Sandra Bullock. She doesn't really do it for me. Like, I really like her in Miss Congeniality. Yeah. And, like, what's it? She's in a witch movie, isn't she? She in The Craft? Uh, or no, it's... um Practical Magic. Practical Magic. Yeah. I like Fantastic that. Fantastic movie. Yeah. I like um, witch movies. She's Sanderson's sister. She's also good in the that football movie. The Blind Side. Yeah. yeah. Great in that. Yeah. But I'm... I mean, I'm a massive Ryan Reynolds fan. I think he's adorable. You are. So I like Ryan Reynolds now. I didn't really like him then. I, I mean, I liked him in what's it like? Um, the movie about the waiters. Waiting. Waiting. Yeah. That movie's so fucking. I, oh my god. Oh my god, it's wild. My friend Casey and I used to watch it all the time in high school. I lo- I really like Waiting, but like everything else, I was just like, meh. I like him a lot now, though. See, I like love like the Van Wilder movie. You, God, you. I know. No. I know. See, I have a little bit of fuckboy in me, you know? You do. I know. It's, it's like, it's maybe, showing itself. Maybe that's why I'm like. You got a little fuckboy in you. Fuck. That's, that's your red flag that you towed around. I'm, I'm the red flag. You. I'm the red flag. You watch Van Wilder and Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to maybe reevaluate some things. What you expect out of a partner. I don't make sense as a person sometimes. Okay. No. Oh. Revelations. But honestly, guys, there are so many more like Touchstone movies. There's a fuck ton. And you would be like, this is technically owned by Disney, makes it a Disney movie. Like, you will surprise yourself. Go look at the list. It's on Wikipedia. Yeah. It's easy. What I'll say is, it seemed like when I looked at the list, there's a lot in the 90s and 80s, but like, not a lot's come out. Like, I mean, nothing's really come out in the last couple of years, even. Um, yeah, I think the last one was 2016. Yeah. So it's been like three years. But a lot of your favorite 90s movies and early 2000s movies. It'll blow your mind. Maybe Disney. Again, Disney owns everything. And you should let us know which ones you guys really like and we can kind of talk about it and how it's just wild. Yes. That it's technically a Disney movie. Engage with us. I and we should it's... also make fun of Andrew for liking Gone in 60 Seconds. So Go ahead. please don't miss that opportunity. Um, and I just want to let you know, if you do decide to opt in to the opportunity to make fun of me for liking Gone in 60 Seconds, I will personally search you on the internet, look through your social medias and find several things to pick out about you that I can make fun of. Why would you do that? It's just I have a lot of free time between 11 and 2 a.m. All right, guys. Do it at your own risk. Love y'all. Bye. Matt. Oh, uh. <laughs>
Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just a fuck boy. Tell me why you ain't nothing but a fuck boy. Tell me why I ain't never wanna date a fuck boy. That's that. Yeah, there that is. That's the way. Yep. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.